And then there were two. We're down to two. It's just uh, <laughs> welcome back to the Smoking Boots podcast. It's just myself, Devin, and Jason in here tonight. How you doing? This wonderful Wednesday evening, starting a little bit early. Uh, you kicked the fiance out of the house and came to record a podcast. She, she's got a nice, important presentation, so we got to move move the podcast up on the timeline. Was she uh, presenting? Something about kids. Something about teaching kids. Preschool. Mm-hmm. Um, probably like presenting on like counting or snack time. I'm yeah, sure, I'm sure it's that. Some, something, something very simple. I'm <laughs> sure something that could have been done in 20 minutes. Only kidding. Only kidding. Maybe. Um. Yeah. So just me and Jason. Tyler is in Barbados at the moment on the honeymoon. Feel free to cut that out if you want, Tyler. But you'll be back by the time this is uploaded. Mm-hmm. Um. We, we joked about calling him and yeah. <laughs> getting him to call into the podcast. We can send him a. Uh, what was it called? A StreamYard, I think is how yeah. we did it. We can send him a Zoom, yeah. Zoom link through a StreamYard link. Get him on the, <laughs> get him on the podcast. But Tyler and Katie Beth, our good friends, are now married. Congratulations to you two. Um, Jason and I had a wonderful time, as long as well as uh, all of our pals. you have any initial thoughts? I know I, the goal would be to get both of them on the podcast next week and let them do a little wedding recap. A little bonfire podcast. Yeah, because it's finally getting cool. Tonight would be a good night, but I didn't mm. want to do the first one without Tyler. No. So, initial thoughts. We don't have to go too deep into the wedding, but I know he wants to hear our thoughts on a podcast. So. The apple cider apple cider cake was top of the line. Yeah. I tried all four of them, and because we, I went there at the very, like, towards the end of it, and there was tons of cake i was like well now i feel like i gotta try all of them yeah apple cider shout out i think it was katie best sister-in-law that made that cake or all the cakes yes shout out to her to madison because those were gas yeah all four of them were gas but apple cider i would pay for um have it shipped here (laughs) i I did i did notice as soon as the uh as soon as the cake was, or they they made an announcement, which from our side of the room we we could barely hear the speaker, but mm-hmm. I heard something about they're going to cut cake now, and you immediately just disappear around the corner, and I see you over there waiting for cake, and I'm like, he ain't missing it. Well, no, it wasn't really a me thing; it was more of an Ainsley just loves dessert. Oh, because uh, I noticed you were in the front of that line going to like, she was behind you, so oh yeah, looked yeah. like you were racing her over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But they didn't. They didn't make a mess on each other's face, like smearing cake and stuff. I didn't even get to see him. I didn't come over there because I didn't. I felt like I was blocking people if I stood up, so I just kind of hung. I'm up. sure I'm in all the pictures, just watching. <laughs> but, you know, what better yeah. background than have yeah. Jason? Um, great wedding. Jason mm-hmm. and I were both in it. Um, I had the honor of being the best man. Jason, Cameron being groomsman. Um, finally got to meet Luke. I'm sure you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Good to finally meet you, Luke, and hang out with you and Madison and little Theo. What a rock star Theo is. Yeah. <laughs> Love that little guy as well. Little he's man a, was crazy. Yeah. He's he's a funny little man. Funny man, but um yeah, it's funny. Like every time he I, I love the way he hides. Like, he, he's oh, like, yeah. you say, Hey, and he just kinda like hides in his hands. He sticks his bottom lip out. Yeah. <laughs> It's so funny, so funny. But yeah, good to good to meet Luke. Um, finally, we, Katie Best been telling me yeah. that we look alike. I guess it's the way the way my 
no, not the way my hair is now, but when I have my hair going to the right, it looks similar to his. Mm. But I think with the beard, he looks more like John Tyler than I do. Yeah, I I, when I looked at him, I didn't see you. I could see John Tyler. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, well, definitely him and Roy both are very active listeners mm. on the podcast. So Roy gave us a shout out at the rehearsal dinner. Uh, we'll get to that. Speech. We'll get to that in a second. Um, we we had we went to set up on uh, Saturday morning. Went to go set up some stuff. Helped them take some stuff up to the the venue, and we had uh, lunch. We had breakfast for lunch at mm. at uh, catch. Summertime Canapa? Nah, Don't tell me you had brunch. I did not. You did not have brunch. No, it was like it was like twelve thirty. I did uh, have yeah, yeah. I did have a you meat lover's omelet, but it for was lunch. for lunch. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. No, we didn't go out to brunch. With no me. avocado. No, yeah. no. There there was avocado at the table. I will say mm. one or two people did have avocado, avocado, whatever you want to say. Mm. Um, I did not partake in that. So uh, that, that's good. good <laughs> that's our that's our breaking point for brunch. Me and that's Jason good. are not brunch guys, or at least don't like to say that we're. Going we don't to like get, the idea. Don't of like spending. to say that we're going to get brunch with the boys. Like, hey, you want to? When Tyler gets back, let's go get brunch. Nah, nah, I'm good. Miss me on we'll, that. We'll meet you for lunch. <laughs> I'm worried. So, was that breakfast? I'm worried. I think. Uh, Whatever breakfast. Dang, correct lunch. I think it's. I'm totally blanking on the name of that place. What, start um, with an S? Yeah, it was good. It was in Kannapolis. Um, went there, and uh, we were talking to Luke. He was showing us, like, some of his, uh, like, his master's project that he worked on. Um, built, like, a a plane slash submarine. They can mm. launch launch with rockets, fly it around for a little bit, and then drop the wings off and have it go in the water, and they could do it, I guess you call it. Amphibious can do both. It's airphibious. I'll call airphibious. it airphibious. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he had he had some podcast ideas that he wants to talk about. So well for sure. They're I think they're still gonna be in town or they'll be getting back, back in time when Tyler gets back. Mm. Tyler and Katie Beth get back. So maybe we can have him in studio. If not, he said they'll be back for Christmas as well. Because mm. I'd rather have it in studio than call in. Yeah. If we need to. If you got anything pressing, Luke, and you want to jump on, we can I mean, if you want to share your political views, I mean, we obviously can, we can obviously talk about it on StreamYard. <laughs> we can talk about, we can talk about anything. Um, yeah, I think either Christmas or sometime if we overlap next week would mm. be cool. Um, and then, uh, told Tyler today, I was like, yeah, me and Roy are finally cool. Mm -hmm. You know, I got, we exchanged phone numbers. He brought back the trailer. Um, and then I get a little notification on my, on my watch earlier and it's like, your new contact, Roy Hill is on Snapchat. And I'm like. <laughs> Like man, we're just we're unlocking all kinds of new levels of friendship. But mm. um, yeah, at the rehearsal dinner, Roy did first of all excellent speech. You held your composure really well, yeah. um, Mr. Hill, um, and sure then did. gave us an unbelievable shout out that we did not ask for. No, <laughs> said that talking about talking about Tyler and how he was a a podcast host and how he gives one hundred percent in everything he does, and then his newest hobby being. Smoking Boots. Yeah. A, a faith-based podcast. And then he said that his speech was sponsored by Ariat. <laughs> yeah, I was like, my man's trying hard to get us some sponsorship. Which, which absolutely killed me. And I was like, you know, I'm glad. I, like, I know he listens, uh, but I'm glad to know that he really listens. Yeah, he is he's paying paid attention, attention to our, our Ariat jokes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. It's Next week, we're trying to go for an Ariat boot cam if they want to slide us a deal. Yeah. Our people talk with their people. <laughs> absolutely. So... 
Um, I gave a speech. Caroline gave a speech. Sindel gave a speech. Hyatt gave a speech, um, as well as both fathers of the bride and groom. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it was awesome. Had some salmon. Yeah, you know, I'm never. I haven't been a big salmon guy, but I was like, you know, if they paid for it, I'm gonna try it. Not gonna lie, it was pretty dang good. Didn't have a fishy taste like I remember. Dude, it was gas. Salmon usually is not very fishy. I don't think. And and there's all kinds of different flavors of Mm. salmon you can have. Like you can have like I've seen like garlic parmesans. I've seen Mm. all kinds of butters and lemon and blackened. And I've seen like blackened's fantastic jerk. Uh, Caribbean like jerk, Caribbean kind of things. Mm. Yeah, all kinds mm. of stuff. I do one with uh, um, what you call it? Like Dijon mustard and like cayenne pepper. Mm. Fantastic, fantastic. Mm. Uh, lemon butter at Bonefish is mm. really good. Highly recommend that. But yes, I love salmon. Mm. And I'm I'm just now getting on asparagus. Do you like asparagus? Oh yeah. I get in the oven, lemon juice, like, parmesan cheese. Broccoli's my number one. I've always loved, oh, yeah. I've always loved broccoli. That's that and corn are probably like my one and two. Green beans maybe rounding out the top three. Um, then beans are at the top for me. I've always just stayed away from asparagus, but I had that the other night and might have been like the second time I've ever tried it in my life. And I was like, this is actually pretty good. And so I might be in It's asparagus. gotta be cooked right. If it's yeah. not cooked right and it's hard, yeah. you know, like chewing was, on a pencil. This was softer. Like if it was super yeah. crunchy, I think I'm out. Or if it was super plain, I think I'm out. But this you gotta one make was, it. This one was really good. Um sauteed and all buttery, juicy. I don't mm. know what it was seasoned with, but it was good. Homemade um, with lemon juice, parmesan cheese, and maybe some a little bit of garlic on top and you yeah. bake it. Get it nice yeah. and crispy. Yeah, that's good. Dinner was awesome. Uh Good time. I mean, shout out to John Tyler for the groomsman gift of a new Bible. Yeah, the socks, suspenders. Gave us all. Yes, the socks were very and cool. the bow tie. Gave us a bow tie. Like I would say, like a not quite coral. Uh, uh, I don't. I'd say it's like the, a clay pot color. I don't. Like, that's the only way I know. We're gonna to, miss it. Whatever the color is, we're gonna miss it. Katie Beth's <laughs> gonna be screaming when she hears it. She's gonna nail know it yeah. right off the top. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had we had cool green suits that were, I think. In my house, when I brought it home, it looks pretty black. But out there in the, in the sunlight, summer? looked really good. Mm-hmm. Looked really good. It was like, I'd say a little darker than like emerald green. I mean, it was a dark, dark green. Definitely a sun green. thing. When you saw it in the sun, it was oh, like, yeah. Ooh. And especially with the, I would say like clay colored. Red clay. That's what we're going to call it that. Yeah, really red brown clay. I would say that brick color tie. Brick. Of course, there's 100 colors of bricks. But yeah. Um, yeah, the, with the tie, the suspenders, the brown suspenders look good. We had matching socks, which were pretty sweet. Um, fresh brown suits tie, or brown shoes. shoes. Ooh, Tyler had us looking good, or Katie Beth, whoever picked it out. You did good. I'm sure it was both together, but brown shoes. Are Katie Beth probably helped too. match the ties and yeah, <laughs> all that stuff. You both did well. Um, had me looking good, and I actually kind of want to wear that suit again sometime mm. soon. So. Maybe uh, next week. As soon as they get back, I'll just rip that thing, wear it right to church again. And be like, last time I saw you, I was wearing the suit. <laughs> I haven't changed since y'all. <laughs> I haven't changed y'all. once. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the rehearsal dinner was great. Oh, I had I a fun plug time. my phone up. All right, go plug that up before it dies. Um, wedding day, the girls got there nice and early. The guys got there. We went to Bojangles and had a nice little breakfast about 11 and then headed to the venue uh, up in Troutman, North Carolina at about 12. Um, got there, we hung out, we had, uh, I almost said pool table, we had ping pong, we had a TV up there playing the Panthers game while we were getting ready and hanging out, had foosball, I brought ping pong, 
Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a good little time. Had to cover up the windows when Katie Beth and the girls went out there to take pictures. Had to keep Tyler. Yeah. Had to do my my duties and keep Tyler away from the windows. Uh, I didn't get to ride a horse or gonna, a donkey. I'm going to jump right in here real quick and say Charlotte FC is up 2 nothing after 33 minutes. Wow. And they're going to blow the lead? There's a very... <laughs> So I was about to say, there's a very, very high chance <laughs> that before this podcast is over, that score is 2-2 or 2-3 Toronto. So <laughs> we'll keep you posted on that. Uh, but as of right now, through 33 minutes, Charlotte up 2-0. Mm. Um, no, love the wedding. I mean, love them. Great couple. Yeah. Families. Getting to know them really well. Um, like, I said, like I said, like I said in my speech on Saturday night, like we haven't known them very long. No, it's only really been, think about it. Like this... This coming winter, like this January, will be three years of knowing them, I think. Um, yeah. It seems like we've known them for a really long time. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, absolute honor to be in the wedding. Um, really enjoyed it. Love you guys. Excited for you. Uh, come back home, get on the podcast with us. And yeah. Specifically. <laughs> pick right Katie back Beth. up where we left off. Um, yeah, especially you, Katie Beth. Come on and just we need tell us how, how perfect your wedding was. Yeah, be the first official female guest. We had Caroline... Kind of in the corner last week. She didn't participate, though. She she did for a little bit, but... About five minutes. First full time. This will be the first... Full episode. First episode with a female in the the headline. Potentially. 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 A lot lot riding on that. So, we won't go too much into the wedding detail. We can share some of that and let them talk about that and then recap the honeymoon if they want. Um, Yeah. It was a good time. That's about all I got. Now it's uh, Andrew Layton's on the clock. Well, you got another one in like next week, but yeah, I got one next Saturday somewhere in South Carolina. Quates listening to this podcast. Mm, he may have given it a listen. I don't know. Put him on Quates. Congratulations if you're listening to this. Yeah, excited um, for that one. You also get back and keep our streets safe. Yeah, you also need to get get yourself healthy after he blew out his foot. And oh got, yeah, got two yeah, on the same day. About that. Unreal kind of luck. Yeah, that's crazy. You hate to see it. Um. Yeah, so then Andrew's on the clock, then Jay's on the clock, and then you're finally on the clock. It's going to be a long Best time. for last, baby. <laughs> That's right. I won't have any wedding to go wobble at after that for a while, probably. Yeah. Hmm. Man, or we could all just renew our vows like every five years and we hey, can have little hey, weddings. Whatever y'all want to <laughs> do. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> we can keep doing that. Um, i trying to think if I did anything else since the last episode. That was really the main thing. It was kind of a big weekend last weekend. Um dying to play golf finally gonna i'm gonna play golf next weekend not mm-hmm. this weekend but next weekend uh when you're at that wedding we're having that men's conference at our Baby. church um you could probably come for like what time's the wedding is it evening i don't know dude but it's like a two and a half hour drive uh, well i could almost drive to the beach i think i'm not sure i have to look at yikes um well i mean you could do like the you could do the friday evening stuff we could just go play golf Friday. Yeah. Or, I mean, we're doing that at like 9 a.m. on Friday. What? So, the the golf and stuff. Like on Friday or Saturday? Or Saturday. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, let me see. So, our church is hosting this men's weekend. We used to go to Snowbird for the weekend and do hmm. um, some stuff. But we're hosting something here. It's Friday. We're going to have snack, dessert, coffee, and drinks at 630 have worship. Uh, I, Aaron, and the band are playing. Mm. Um, and then Saturday, we're going to do breakfast and then a devotion. And then at like 9 o'clock, we're heading out to do mm. golf, fishing, go-kart, 
uh, shooting, disc golf, shooting. Did I say shooting? Going to the fort. Do yeah. you like sporting clays or something? Uh, actually, that's not on the list. Huh. Wow. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if if somebody did, but yeah. So we got Saturday stuff, and mm-hmm. then I mean dinner that night, which you would miss, but you could probably you can you could at least do the Saturday morning like breakfast and stuff like that. Yeah. Depends on how much time. I mean, I don't know where exactly the golf course is. Playing Corbin Hills. That's in Salisbury. Is it? Yeah. Corbin Hills. I'm I'm surprised we're not going to Crescent. Yeah. They uh they had something going on. Ah, they had a tournament. Right. That tournament going on because uh, Kevin really wanted to, and especially after I told him how nice the greens were mm-hmm. when we went up there a couple weeks ago and checked it out. They closed the whole summer, and we played it the second day they were open. Yeah, and they were like chef's kiss money. It was just a it looked like a tornado went through the whole course. Yeah, yeah, they cut down a ton of trees, but um, he had wanted to do it there, and he called it there, and they were having like a tournament mm-hmm. or something like that, and so he couldn't do it that day, and that's how he ended up at Corbin. Corbin, yeah, I thought we should have done like Rocky River or something, but. Probably can't afford Corbin's, Rocky River. It's cheaper. Yeah. Rocky River's getting crazy. Yeah. $80 around. Golf in general is getting crazy. It's really frustrating. But uh, Pierce is coming. He's going to mm. be there. He's going to be there the whole weekend. Uh, we're going to go. I don't know if we're doing like teams or I don't know if we're just playing. Surely it's going to be like a team. I'm sure it'll be like two men's captain choice or, yeah. or something like that. So you better believe I'm going to keep an individual score because I haven't got to play against Pierce since March. <laughs> <laughs> so you best believe, even when we're on the same team, I'm going to be keeping an individual score and we're going to see who's who's you know who's leading this thing. Um, but yeah, so we got that coming up. That's exciting. Uh, I didn't really do much else this past week. Just been getting, Work on Monday after the wedding was brutal. Yeah. I, you know, John Taylor, Katie Beth, I loved your wedding. I lost my voice for your wedding, for y'all. I sang my heart out at Don't Stop Believing, but Monday morning when I talked to my first three customers, they asked me if I had just woken up after I'd been up for two hours. Which is not a good look. Yeah, Sunday weddings are brutal. That, that, really They're brutal. Don't. It's nice for you guys because you're on a plane the next oh, morning. Yeah. I, sh- I should. probably should have taken the day off. We'll have to ask Tyler. We'll have to ask Tyler uh, next week how the 7 a.m. flight was. Because they left, they left at nine ish, nine fifteen. From there, it's probably forty five minutes. They stayed at the same hotel we stayed at mm. after our wedding, kind of near the airport, and is I'd say it's probably like forty five minutes or so from the mm. <laughs> from the venue. So I put wow. you there at like ten thirty. No, I'm saying like ten maybe. Um, yeah, so and, and then, then seven. What time they like, got? What time do you think? They, well, he texted me the next morning. At like four fifteen, that he was he was at the airport. He was like, I mean, he was awake at four something and texting me. I say surely because they were. I think the flight was like seven or seven fifteen. That's what that's what time Ainsley and I's is when. Jeez. So I'm I'm gonna have to ask him like what the airport traffic was like if there was a lot of people in the terminal. You flying out of Charlotte? Yeah. I thought you were doing like Allegiant or something. No. Okay. No, we we ended up changing it up. You don't want to gamble your life day after getting married? Yeah, you know. Like to make it there, make it down Respect. south. Respect. Um, I forgot where I was going to go with that. The Panthers are zero and four. Yeah, sick, That's unbelievable, dude. We were watching that getting ready, and so had a, had a pick six in the first quarter. Record setting pick six. Yeah, ninety nine and a half yard pick six. Saw Kirk Cousins get bullied, <clears throat> trying to cut him off. Kirk Cousins got bodied and thrown to the ground, and we're all hype. And then it just. I don't understand. I, I don't know why Frank Reich won't release the playbook. Just he needs to just it. give it up. He just needs to get like, pass it off. Stop calling it. Stop pass stop it off. calling the plays. If you're Bryce Young, 
when he's called seven straight screen passes, maybe I would call an audible. Hey, or kill, something kill, 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 four verticals. Yeah, something. Just I don't care. Deep. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't care. You run, you can run s- s- quick slants if you want. At least that crosses the line yeah. of scrimmage. In <laughs> is that Cameron sent us that thing on Monday morning, and it was yeah. the stats, and it was like twelve of twenty-five passes were screens. Did he send that? In which which group chat did he send that in? It was on uh, so was many sports group chat. I think it was a text. It was literally half of the passes were screen plays. Yeah. Here, here it is. Well, let me open it. Uh, yeah, read that. Read that. He said, "Wild fact: Twelve of Bryce Young's twenty-five completions against the Vikings were behind the line of scrimmage. Only one attempt slash completion beyond fifteen yards." Which is nonsense. Which is one completion, which was in it, which was his only attempt, and I think that may have been the flag. I think you're right that that he completed, which technically I don't think doesn't count. Yeah, and we had that that had that play where, um, oh, he got way late. Carolina had a false start. Everybody stopped. Bryce Young's just standing there. Dude comes around the left edge and just hammers him and throws him to the ground. It's like any other like. If that were Tom Brady, they're getting arrested and yeah. carried out of there in handcuffs. But same story with Cam Newton. Same story with literally any of our players. I mean, it's like just because it's the Panthers, it's like ah, screw these guys. I don't, I, they don't I, need to make calls. I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I mean, I understand the scenario that he just probably didn't hear it, but I also don't care. But it doesn't matter. But it also bothers me that that his offensive line just turned around. And just yeah, the uh, offensive line like just helped Bryce up. Steve Smith would have ripped the dude's head yeah. off. Literally, like, <laughs> I Steve Smith more, would have kicked out of the game. I need some more fire. And I think it was in the uh, the Rams game, maybe. Mm-hmm. There was, like, a late hit, and, like, the bench is clear. And I'm like, yeah. that's what we need. Yeah, like, I mean, if if Bryce Young is as respected as he is by the offensive line, why aren't they, why aren't they protecting yeah. him? You got to be out there. You got to have your man's back. I don't even care if he was in the wrong. Yeah. You got to have his back. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Crazy. Crazy. And mm. It's just frustrating. And then we are um, – about to go take pictures, and we're like, oh, let us watch these last two plays. It gets down to fourth and goal to try and tie the game and then just freaking get sacked. And it's like, that's about what I expect, you know? Couldn't have done – were they under center or were they in shotgun? I think they were in shotgun because it was it was fourth and goal from, like, the 15, so they had to make a play. Uh, so, I'm going to say, if it's, like, fourth and fourth and within the five, get under center and do the fake, fake run, just... roll out, throw it to Hayden Hurst, get and, your touchdown. And it makes me so mad because – I mean, it seems like Charlotte in general is constantly rebuilding. The Hornets, like, Lord knows what's going on, you know. And it's like the we get the Panthers season. We wait all season. We're like, man, this is the best offseason we've had in 10 years. We got a new coaching staff, like all of those picks. We call we it the trade. all-star coaching staff. Yeah, we get a number one pick, get Bryce Young in here. Whether you think him or C.J. Stroud was the right call, another C.J. story. C.J. Stroud looked the exact same that Bryce Young is doing right now. You're probably right. Or AR-15 or whoever. Uh, yeah. The dude from Kentucky. Like, whoever you want to throw in here yeah. is going to look the exact But then same. we go pick up – we pick up Miles Sanders, Adam Thielen. Make Hayden some Hurst. Hayden Hurst makes some improvements to the defense. It's like, okay, this is solid. Like, I'm expecting like eight to ten wins. Yeah. And Fitter came out and said that he is – they were looking to win a division. Yeah. Then – And we should. The NFC South is not good. No. Like, we should have beat the Falcons. We should have beat, beat the Saints. Saints. And – I mean, now we're sitting here week four. We're four, more than four oh, games four. back. We're probably like six or seven games back. We should have. I think honestly, I think the way we've played, we could have been four and zero, or three and one. 
Yeah, I mean, last week would have been a little bit tougher, but I mean, the against Vikings? The, no, no, no. Uh, who did we play before that? Andy Dalton's game. Seattle. 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 Because they're not looking bad, but I mean. That's an okay loss. I mean, that was Andy Dalton. That was a shootout. <laughs> I'm just looking right now, and it says our matchup against Detroit this week. Detroit's a 77% favorite. And I'm and like, watch us win this game. I'm like, like, I'm like, never should we be playing the Lions and have less than a 25% chance to win, you know? But I'm trying to see our, our division stats here. Yeah, we are 0-4. Let's look at division standings. Um, yeah, Tampa Bay is 3-1, and one, and then Atlanta and New Orleans are 2-2. Two and two. So we are seven games back. It's like, so, I mean, this early in the season, we're seven games back at first place. It's like, at what at what week in this season do we stop caring? I mean, I'll keep watching games, but like, like is it just not going to bother you that we're getting yeah? Like I'm I'm thinking like two more weeks. We if we if we get to zero and after six the bye, after the bye week, yeah. If we get to we get to zero and six, I don't care anymore. Mm. I'm done talking about it. We'll worry about next year. Mm. You know, I'll watch the games because NASCAR is going to be ending soon, and mm-hmm. I don't have anything else to do. But like, you know, it's just so infuriating to spend so much time waiting. With yeah, what we with what, following right with what should have been a good off season or was a great off season and then getting into the season and it's like, I mean week two or three we were already getting kind of deflated mm-hmm. now it just seems like we're dead in the water and it's like we got all that hyped up for nothing. I honestly feel like Frank Reich may be packing his bag at the end of the year or if fitterer. It, if the play, if he keeps hold of play calling like this and we let's say we win like three games four or five games this year like I mean I. I hate to do it that early, but like, you, mm. <laughs> if we get to zero and four or zero and five this week, and like you're not drastically changing something, see you later. In my opinion, mm. you know, I just don't want to turn to the Bears. We already look like the Bears. I just don't want to become yeah. the Bears organization. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Part of me is like actually excited for the NBA for the first time in my life because it's because Steve Clifford came and said came on the air and said on sports radio that this is the most talented team he's ever had to work with which and means he did work with like the 08 Bobcats for a while so <laughs> but yeah no that's I, I mean like... it's just I mean but I mean also if they're bad their tickets are $5 yeah it's I not a terrible seat I didn't go to a game last year for the first time in like 5 or 6 years didn't mm-hmm. go to a game cuz at the beginning of the season we had two players in jail <laughs> like yeah. the Miles Bridges thing happened, um, which I mean, still kind of shocked that he's on yeah. the team. Can't believe he made it. Um, had the book night getting arrested, oh. <laughs> you know. Um, it's just Lamelo was hurt all the time. He played thirty three games. Times. Yeah, uh, Gordon Hayward, of course, getting hurt all the time, and it's like you just Charlotte's just a recipe for injuries. It's just frustrating. It just seems like if you want your career to die, you come here. Yeah, and I have a little bit of hope because you look at a team like Denver who Mm -hmm. just, like, coming off a championship last year, five years ago, especially ten years ago, they were absolute nobodies. You know, they weren't Mm -hmm. making the playoffs. And so I'm like, you know, it can. All it takes is getting a Jokic or something like that. But, man, who knows? I mean. Who was our number two pick this year? Was it Brandon Miller? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's the guy. Brandon, if you listen to this podcast, be that guy. One can hope. 
come on this podcast and tell us why you're that guy. I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I'm still kind of burned about that pick, but. Because you wanted Wimby, didn't you? Well, yes. I would have loved Wimby Yama. Um, I freaking knew when they did the lottery. I was like, I was like, the Hornets will never win this lottery. It doesn't matter if we have a seventy percent chance of winning, dude. They will. The Hornets will never win, never win that lottery. Um, yeah, frustrating. But a little breaking news yesterday: the Hornets signing with Mr. Beast and Feastables. Oh, yeah. You see all that? D's nuts. <laughs> yeah, they got the D's nuts flavored chocolate. Um, dude, I was talking to um. Cameron and Josh Suggs yesterday, and like Mr. Beast is a freaking genius, dude. Like, I love that he's from North Carolina oh, yeah. and wants to sponsor the home the hometown team. That's <laughs> sick. So, I hated the Lending Tree logo on the on the jersey. The little my Lamelo jersey, is. yeah, a little green leaf. But now we get a the Mr. Beast logo yeah. with Feastables. <laughs> this will be sick. You know, I saw the Hornets posted their little pictures yesterday mm-hmm. of like the new jerseys and stuff with with all of them on there. And what's freaking crazy is like. I'm a couple months older than him, and he's Ooh. gonna be Mr. Then, Beast. Mr. Beast, yeah. And like, we're both human beings. Like, we we're both born in rural North Carolina. He just made a couple decisions that I didn't make, and he's gonna be the first YouTube billionaire. I mean, we might be podcast billionaires before it's over. Who knows? But just, but just as just, of right now, as of October fourth, twenty twenty three, he's doing it a little bit better yeah, than me. Just a little bit. It's crazy because I thought at first, at first I was like, like when you first see, or when you see some of his older stuff, he's playing like a lot of video games. He's doing like nerdy, like meme kind of stuff. And I thought it was a really like niche viewer group that he would have, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's like, you get on there, Joker's got like 140 million subscribers. It's like, (laughs) what in the world? What did you do? What did you do? Right. Right. I mean, it's crazy numbers. Like, um, and his videos are getting better and better and like the amount of money he turns around and dumps. He literally will make whatever from a video and turn around and throw all that into the next one. It's just like just unreal. It's crazy town. But I sent y'all a screenshot the other day. I think it was the um he's been doing this like series where it's like one dollar something all the way up to like a million or whatever dollar. Like they did boats and they did cars and this one they did a one dollar car and then worked their way all up to like a $50 million car, I think, was the, the most expensive. It was, like, the first ever Ferrari mm. or Jaguar or something like that. <clears throat> but uh, I watched the video, like, 22 hours after it was posted, and it had 63 million views in a day. <laughs> like, Unreal. 63 million views. <laughs> like, literally, I mean, 20% of the country, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Granted, uh, he's. I mean, he's got people worldwide, but, yeah. <laughs> that's insane insane in 24 hours and i I don't know how much that that pays you know mm-hmm. i don't know what youtube's pay is right now but that and ads and all the other stuff he's in like this hornets deal is gonna be a good yeah that'll be a, a big good one. deal for lauren because i think the logo is going on the court like i think oh. i think we've had lending tree either yeah. on the goals or on the court they've been somewhere on like for the tv like because one part of it like one of the set of the diagonals will say like Spectrum Center or whatever. Should have just made it like Feastable Arena, if you ask me. Should have mm. bought Spectrum Center. Hey. <laughs> Maybe that's the next step. Change the name of the, of the arena? Yeah. Feastables Arena. That'd be sick. But yeah, the logo might be on the court too. Hmm. Uh, shoot, Michael Jordan selling the team and Mr. Beast loves basketball. He could probably do just as good or better than Jordan yeah. did owning the team. 
Why not become and I love Michael Jordan, but this has been the biggest waste of an investment in 10 years. I would have thought such a good basketball player would have been. Yeah. I just think, I think I just wish his hands off. I mean, lives in Florida most of the time, opening the Grove 23 golf course, which don't get me wrong, I'd be down there fishing and playing golf too, but yeah. it's like, I wish, I wish we had somebody as involved as like, Mark Cuban, you know, mm. he's throwing tons of money into the team, and then you see him. You see him down there every game, yeah. super involved, knowing what's going on. It's like Jordan just kind of wanted his name on the Carolina team. and That was it. And that was about it, you know. Mm. I did see that he's uh, he was rated on Forbes, like, top 400 richest people, and he's the first, he's the first athlete or – either athlete or African-American athlete to rank on that list. And he's made like, he's worth like 3 billion now from Jordan. <laughs> that was his all his mom. From Jordan Brand. Way back when. Yeah. He gets a cut off everything that Jordan. Crazy. That has that logo on it. Crazy. Auto play yeah. basketball. He's making stupid money. Stupid, mm. stupid money. I mean, Tiger Woods is balling, but Jordan's like, I mean, Tiger Woods has his like line, but Jordan has it's basically on, on. half of Nike. Like yeah. Jordan is half of Nike, I would argue. You know, and Tiger Woods is like half of golf, which is 10% of Nike. <laughs> you know, it's like a Tiger's making outrageous money, but it's like Jordan's just making exponentially more. Which makes Tiger look bad in the money category. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't and Tiger's mind. worth a billion dollars. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't mind having Tiger's No. Money. I have I, a yacht, I can, a jet. I can be satisfied. A couple houses. I mean, he's a he's worth a billion dollars, but Michael Jordan's just three times that. <laughs> like, mm. That's crazy. About how hard it is to get to a billion once, and Jordan's just done it three times. Elon Musk has done it like two hundred and something times. He's about Tepper. He does it sixteen, <laughs> yeah, sixteen times over. Like, that's just unreal. That's crazy. Where did we go wrong? Um, you ever hate it when people like make you aware of your breathing? Like we used to do to you when you were on the on the Xbox. No, like if I just sit here and remind you to breathe like in and out, and now you just. <laughs> oh yeah you're just gonna consciously think yeah. about it for the next yeah. five minutes <laughs> so like when they ask like do you breathe does your stomach go out when you breathe in or does it go in and you're like yeah <laughs> it's like well whatever you just did was just not natural because you're thinking yeah. about it yeah. yeah and there's little mind games like that too that people do in golf and it's so funny how, like, wait, how do you hold your hands when you chip do you wrap your fingers or do you yeah. how do you put your pointer yeah. finger or you can i saw somebody uh it might have been like uh Kevin Kisner, somebody was saying one time, they're like, when they're playing match play, like, you can literally just, it doesn't even have to be what they actually do. Like, I could be playing with you, and I could just be like, I like the way you have, like, your feet angled when you putt. Or oh, yeah. I like the way you do this for two seconds in your backswing. And then now you're just like, okay, he likes that. Really do that. And whether you were really doing it or not, now you're going to be doing it. And <laughs> throws you off your game. <laughs> so funny. But, yeah, no, I saw I saw a TikTok the other day, and and it was like, it was like, I just made you aware of your breathing. It's like, now you just realize that your tongue's touching the roof of your mouth and <laughs> yeah. that, like, all of your toes are touching and like, yeah. stuff like that. And it's like, okay, well, now I'm just uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah now, why do you know that about me? <laughs> so good. Um, it's like, you'll just sit there for the next five minutes. I just sat there after that and I was like, because is this normally how long I inhale? Am I exhaling right? Like, <laughs> start getting so concerned about it, but... Um, Caroline, this, this isn't really a long discussion topic, but Caroline mentioned when we, uh, a couple months ago, she was like, she looked at me and was like, 
how do they make bubblegum flavored gum? And I was like, mm. I don't know. Because bubblegum has the flavor of bubblegum. Right. But like you think of a stick of gum, there could be a hundred different flavors. So like how is when I talk about like pink bubblegum flavor like hubba bubba bubba like hubba bubba, bubba double bubble, bubble, whatever. How do they how did that become the bubblegum flavor? I think that's just because it was the like is that the one. base? That's the vanilla. I think that's just what yeah, that's the vanilla bubblegum. One hundred percent. But you don't get you don't get mint from that. <laughs> no, but you can put mint flavor into bubblegum. Sure, sure. Yeah. But it's just weird because it's like I don't know how they decided that how they landed on that. Like, how did they start with vanilla ice cream? Why didn't they do chocolate first and chocolate be the base? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I would think because it's vanilla is, I mean, it's like sweet, but it's like plain. Like you can put all those things Chocolate's in Chocolate's plain too. It's not until you start Yeah, but chocolate's a stronger flavor than vanilla. You're saying more people like vanilla than a chocolate flavor, so they made vanilla the base? Maybe. There's like a pole. I don't know. Hey, we've got two flavors. Which one do you like better? I just saw an ESPN notification. I'm kind of scared to look at it. Oh, it was just the halftime warning. Still 2-0. Can we make it? 2-0. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. 45 minutes. And we've had like three games this year finish in in, in extra time. It'll be like a couple weeks ago, two or three games ago, we had a game end in the 96th minute. It was only supposed to go to 94. They get a penalty in the 96th and score and beat us or tie us. And I'm just like, Hmm. I hate in soccer how you can tie. (sighs) I hate that about the NFL too. Oh, it's because it's, well, with soccer, it's points-based, kind of like Cameron thinks fantasy football should be, you know. Send that joker into sudden death, best on best. Y'all do penalty kicks till you get done and back it up as it goes. Did we talk about that on here? We did. Fantasy football? Yeah. We, I, th- I think we did last week. Yeah. Uh, remind us if we did. I'm pretty sure we did. Because I, I mentioned how Cameron's never here to defend himself because he won't come yeah. on the podcast. So, Cameron, if we've forgotten, actually didn't talk about it, let us know in our group chat. And we'll... uh, good news, Braves are going to be playing in the NLDS game one on Saturday. Who are they going to be playing? Do we know yet? We don't know yet. Hope it's uh, the Marlins, not the Phillies. Cause the Philly. see, we just got swept by the Phillies, or the Marlins, like, very end of the season. Mm. <laughs> or we might have won one. But also, I don't think we're really, like, we locked up the World Series home field advantage. So it's yeah, just they're not really... Like, Kind of in the chill record. mode, rest and hit uh, pitchers and letting some people get some. Yeah. No. Yeah. Cameron texted today that he thinks it's going to be Dodgers Orioles, and I was like, uh, okay, okay, buddy. Dodgers. Yeah, because they didn't just get absolutely manhandled by the Braves a month ago. Okay. Okay. Acuna's MVP, not Mookie. Yeah, changed my mind. Mm. Only man in the forty seventy club. Hmm. If he'd have played the tough whole sell. season, maybe could have hit 50-80. Yeah, tough sell. Who knows? Um, mm. What time are we at right now? 38-50. 38 minutes. Should we just do a shorter podcast and let, yeah, I think, let I, the spouses appreciate it or significant others appreciate it? Yeah, I've got to gotta do a safety meeting at work tomorrow morning. So I'm going to get before 5 tomorrow. Mm. Not well, usually we're not starting the podcast for another hour. Yeah. It's very true. I'm normally waiting on John Tyler. He's showering or working out right now. Ended <laughs> up showering. It's unreal. I should have. Uh, I thought about like five more things I should have added to my my speech, like bullet points. You know. Oh man, those and, were um, I thought it was received well. Oh, it was because <laughs> they were 100 percent accurate. 
I could think of examples. And I and, and like I knew it was going good because there were people who like I don't even know were chuckling and I'm like, okay, so I'm not the only one that thinks this. Yes. <laughs> you You're know? not the only one that's heard, that heard John Tyler complain about his ribs when he fell. Right. <laughs> Got it. Cool. <laughs> Love you, Tyler. Uh, good to poke some fun oh, at you. But man. I thought about one of them was like going to the gym right before going to play golf or something. You yeah. know, like... Or, or I mean, I mean, shower, like, shower right before like, you went to the gym. It'll be like, uh, like, yeah, I went to the gym and then I went home and showered before we played volleyball at church. And I was like, why, why? I mean, you could change out of a soaking wet shirt, that's fine, but like, throw a hat on, go play volleyball. <laughs> that was one. I forgot there was another one that I was thinking about uh, mentioning. I I totally forgot and didn't put it in the in the speech, but. Tyler, you better believe I'll let you know when I remember it. Mm-hmm. It'll be a, it'll be a shout out. Um, one of the only other things I wrote down was uh, my pet peeve with. I'm gonna say women, but I mean the women in our circle mm. and cooking marshmallows and how it stresses me out. I, it's a dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't it's be. It's a safety be hard. issue. Should not be hard, but they are they're a liability. It's the, it's the problem of when like. Granted, it, the method is works well because like you want the inside of the marshmallow to be yep. cooked, but when it's flaming, dude, it's already sagging, about to fall off, and then you fling it. It's got to wiggle a little bit to yeah. settle at its equilibrium point, and then that's when it falls. And I don't want a flaming marshmallow flung at my face. <laughs> and that's I, the bottom line. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm not gonna say all women, but it's every every woman that I've been around a bonfire with cooking s'mores. It's just been like I gotta watch my back. Like I've had warm chocolate. Shout out! All of them does. It. I mean, dropped on me. Caroline's done it. All of them will. First of all, it's like you can see it start to stag and burst into flames, and then it's just like I'm just gonna watch this for like ten more seconds. It's like you gotta pull that thing out of there. Mm. And then the thing that kills me is either the turn and whip it to one of us. Like I want molten, yeah, marshmallow molten coming at me. Yeah, I mean, still on fire. Yeah. Plus, it's going to be boiling when it hits me. I don't want that. Yeah, I'm going to get third-degree burns, and then it's going to burn me. Or it's like, let me hold it straight above my face and blow on it. If that falls, then again, you get molten lava coming down on your face. It just stresses me out. It's very (laughs) true. It gives me so much stress, dude. So there, I'm just sitting there watching this like, anytime now one of us is going to eat this thing. Yeah. Get it flung on me. Somebody's going to get burned. Someone's going to fall in the fire. Marshmallow's falling in the fire. So it's just like, just cool it. It shouldn't be hard. Just be relaxed. Just bring it out of the fire. Yeah. Ladies, do better. Love you guys, but you just stress me out. They they taste very good. I'll say all of our all of our women can cook really well. Caroline can cook and bake really well, but it's like and she, I mean I know she, you she may be among the best of the marshmallow cookers, but like she still had her instances where she's flung marshmallow oh, at me yeah. or held it above her face and blown it out, and I'm like, let's just let's just let's just get it together, the marshmallows. <laughs> I think we've wasted a lot of marshmallows, or they have wasted a lot of marshmallows. Yeah, it's been a few. Mm. But that's it. Uh, we'll bless you guys with a little bit shorter episode um, talk this about week. Daniel 4, real quick. Yeah, yeah, again. Daniel 4, let's see. So Daniel 3 last week was the Fire, Fire Furnace. Furnace. This week we see Nebuchadnezzar has his second dream. In which um, there's a massive tree that can be seen from 
everywhere, which represents his like the branches kingdom. spread the whole earth. Yeah, it's like his kingdom has grown so large. And then a holy figure, which comes down and says, hey, cut this tree down. Um, and then tie the tie the stump with bronze and iron. And says, what does it say about him? Not until he realizes what he has done. This, this is very summarized, but not until he realizes what he's done. He's gonna be given like the mind of the be- mind. Yeah, of a mind beast. of a beast he's loses be, insanity. He's be basically go insane, be cast out of the city. Yeah, lose, he'll be ran off from the lose from all of his kingdom. He's gonna eat grass like an ox, yeah. specifically in like an ox. And he's gonna have like be covered in mourning dew. Like he's just gonna yeah. be homeless, living outside, living in the wilderness. Yeah, what I envision. And Daniel comes in, interprets the dream. It would, doesn't wish that it's on Nebuchadnezzar, but then at the end tells him, this is going to be you. He does make the connection, and he's like, he's, he says, I forget what verse it is, but he's like, it's you, O king. He's like, the tree in this story is literally you. You know, given your, your track record to this yeah. point, the tree is you. You know, you're going to get full of yourself. You're going to say something, and you're going to get cut down. You know, He does good, I think, for the first 12 months, and yep. then I think he just forgets, and he's like, man... Babylon is my kingdom. And then he's like, I, as the words are coming out of his mouth. Yeah. I forget. Bang. I forget the wordage exactly, but it, yeah, it's, it's 12 months later. He's up on a roof, just kind of Googling over his kingdom. And it's just, I'm gonna try and pull it up here and get the exact quote. But yeah, he literally says like, I'm the powerful one. I'm the God that created. Yeah. This. Put all the glory on himself and none to yeah. God. And it's just like, buddy, we thought you had it figured out, and then you didn't. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Should be at the end of yeah, it's Daniel's like interpretation. 20... Yeah, verse 29. I'll just read this little section. At the end of the 12 months, he was walking on the roof of the royal palace of Babylon, and the king answered and said, Is not this great Babylon, which I have built by my mighty power as a royal residence and for the glory of my majesty? And then it says, while the words were still in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven. O King Nebuchadnezzar, to you it is spoken. The kingdom has departed you. Um, And that's basically immediately, like two verses later, it said immediately the word was fulfilled against Nebuchadnezzar. Um, He was driven from among men and ate grass like an ox, and his body was wet with dew of the heaven till his hair grew long as eagle's feathers, and his nails were like bird's claws. Um, And then later on... um, he starts to learn his lessons and says, at the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted my eyes to heaven and my reason returned to me. Um, so he got his his sanity and his reasoning back um, and said, I bless the Most High and praised and honored him who lives forever, for his dominion is everlasting, is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom endures from generation to generation, which is what the chapter mm-hmm. opened with. Um, you pointed out last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last little verse uh he says you know now i king nebuchadnezzar praise and extol the honor of the king of heaven daniel's god um so fingers crossed he's learned his lesson this time um we who have read <laughs> been in, grew up in church know that this will not be the last nope, time sure not. nebuchadnezzar has an issue um but yeah it's this is the third fourth well this is the fourth fourth time fourth time he is had a run in with God or challenged God. And it's like this one, I mean, God humbled him. 
Yeah, and it, the 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 last three chapters have been warnings, and this one's like, okay, I warned you with the with the vision, the dream, and it's like you get up there, you do good for a year, and then it's like, oh, let me just be full of myself again, and gets humbled really quickly. Um, I wrote down in my notes last night. I'm trying to think. I don't have my book with me, but um, I'm trying to. Th- I want to make sure I get this word right. I'm going to mess it up. I was just, I mean, one thing, it's just encouraging that we have such a patient God. Yeah. I mean, he really, I mean, he's been so patient with Nebuchadnezzar and then makes him makes him like an animal and then snaps him back out of it. And he kind of rewarded him for realizing, hey, I'm in control. You're not. It's my power, not yours. Yeah. And... I think that's very encouraging because I mess up a ton. Let me tell you. I am no saint by any chance of the means. Yeah. But I have Jesus and he died for my sins. And good thing we serve a patient God because if he was impatient, I don't know if I'd be here. And I think we're all guilty of needing to be humbled sometimes. But I don't care who you are. Praise the Lord that he is (laughs) forgiving and patient. Patient. Patience being the big one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's been dealing with humans messing up for thousands of years. I mean, you look at Israel. Israel just couldn't figure it out. No. I mean, they'd get it right, and they start moaning and groaning, as my mom would say, moaning and groaning about doing stuff. And then, <laughs> yeah. Then he'd punish them again. They'd figure it out. It's just like, dude, y'all just do yeah. not learn, man. Yeah. And I wonder if that was just a generational thing. Like, one generation would get punished, they'd figure it out, and that generation would die off, and then the new generation had to figure it mm-hmm. out. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, we got chapter five coming up next week. Oh. This is the hand on the wall. Yes, and which reminded me, I that uh, History Feels podcast that I've been listening to. Um, have you listened to any of those? Mm-hmm. You should listen to them. It's pretty good. They're like 30-minute episodes uploaded once a week, and like a lot of them, like there's been one on Escape from Alcatraz. There's mm. been They did one on Caesar, his assassination, mm. uh, Alexander the Great. They've done ones on like all the history of NASCAR was a good one, mm. like the startup of NASCAR. But um, chapter five is mentioned in the Alexander the Great one. It's so, like I don't know how much you know about Alexander the Great, but one of the greatest rulers mm-hmm. of, of he conquered them. Did he conquer the whole known world? I believe most, or of pretty them. much all. Yes, all it of was it. he was he was the leader and. Yeah. <laughs> And 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 conquering, um, but he he was at Nebuchadnezzar's palace in Babylon. In Babylon, um, from what I understand, there the night of the the hand on the wall. Wow. Thing. And he went to he went to two parties, and they think that night is where he got poisoned. They don't exactly know how Alexander the Great died. Mm. They don't know whether he was sick with like malaria or typhoid or something from like the river that he bathed in, or whether he was poisoned at these two parties because he left he left Nebuchadnezzar's and went to another one but huh. um, they believe that he was there for the the handwriting wow. on the wall which is pretty fascinating wow um, one of the biggest rulers of the known world like you said hanging wow. out in, hanging out in Babylon and possibly got poisoned because he was dead 11 days later wow yeah and he had no he left it to no one like he didn't he didn't appoint the next person. So basically the, the podcast is two episodes, but it goes into like, they don't know where his grave is. They don't know where his body is because people, he was, I mean, seen as a God basically to all, mm-hmm. all these people. 
and they fought, you know, like the Egyptians wanted it. I'm sure Babylon, Babylonians wanted it. Like Rome wanted it, you know, all kinds of people wanted it. And they were fighting over who was getting his body. They were playing tricks and stealing it from each other. And there's, there's theories on where it's likely, where he's likely buried, but they haven't found his, his, his tomb or his grave yet. Imagine being the person to find that. Yeah. That, I mean, that would be probably the biggest archaeological find. Yeah, I think he was far. mummied. He was, yeah, because they 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 mummified him, which I don't think was the initial plan, but they mummified him, and then started fighting over it, and they never gave him like the quick burial that he should have got because he should have just been rotten in the ground. But they did mummify him, so his body's pretty well intact. Hmm. But yeah, um, I thought that was kind of cool. The yeah, the tie to Nebuchadnezzar's party and. I think it's always it's always crazy to think like about those people that you learned in history, like history class about the conquerors, mm-hmm. and thinking about that that was happening during this time. Yeah, I don't know, that that's cool. Like we said last week, I think Rome in general is fascinating. I mean, they did crucify Jesus, but the I mean, just not their greatest moment. No, not at all. But just the things they accomplished and like the lifestyles they lived, the the war tactics and all those yeah. things is yeah. just. Insanity. What, re- what reset human insanity? Insanity. Um, maybe we can talk with Luke about that. We'll get him on the podcast. Because mm. <laughs> I know he mentioned he actually mentioned something about Daniel chapter five. He wanted to talk. He wants to talk dimensions with us. Oh, um, <laughs> so. I'll be silent because I can't keep up. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think that'd be sick. And then I think he's got some other topics. He said he's got several that he wanted to talk about. So that'll be a, that'll be a good episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's about all I got uh, for right now. We'll give you, we'll bless you, give you a little off week with a little bit shorter episode this week. Uh, John Tyler, Katie Beth, hope you're having a good time. Hope you're having a good time. He sent me a picture of his breakfast. His little, it's probably brunch. Mm. Uh, it was at like nine. Uh, it was, there was some pancakes and like a biscuit thing, but. Good, no avocado. Yeah. You enjoy, you guys enjoy the much deserved vacation and honeymoon. Um, be ready for your podcast on Wednesday yeah Um, enjoy yourself but hurry up and get back to us because we miss you we can recap that wedding and um, yeah we'll see y'all next